This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. And God said unto Adam, don't you eat that apple. Don't you eat that apple. But then along comes Satan with an apple and a gay guy named Steve. And that's when the shit hit the fan. But Satan goes by many names. Lucifer, Beelzebub, Red Delicious, and Graydon Smith. Glory fucking home. Hey, I'm just uh, calling in regards to the words you had about the state of Tennessee. I just want to let you know that I drove through Tennessee one time on a road trip, and I've got to tell you, that state, there's so many things you can see. You, you don't even understand how... Actually, no, I think you do understand. That place is fucking horrible. I never wanted to leave a state faster in my entire life, and I've been to Afghanistan. I, 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 I hate that state. You know what? There is one state that's worse, though, and this is something that you have failed to recognize. Arizona sucks. Hey, Tom. Hey, Cecil. I don't have a lot of time, but I just wanted to let you know there are liberals alive in Tennessee. We might not be alive for long. What was the roving squads of trained attack dogs and other government agencies set out to kill us, but there are a few of us. And if anyone out there is listening to me, you know where to meet on Thursday. All right. See you guys later. I'm going to try to stay alive for one more week. Bye. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode number 230, Cecil. Wow. No, means nothing. 230. You know what it means? It means I'm going to have a fucking drink. That's what it fucking means. Uh, here's the 230. Here's the 230. To another 230 more to go. I'm out of Knob Creek with this last bit. That here. is tragic. I, however, just got back from the great cheese stinking state of Wisconsin today. I had to travel up there for work. And uh, yeah. the only good thing to come out of Wisconsin is their beer. And so I brought as much as my trunk would hold. Back. They don't sell that shit here. They, you know, new so like anybody from the area knows like New Glarus like that's their fucking thing. It, like says on the boxes like only in Wisconsin. So that's like part of their marketing hype. Is they're just like I'm a local beer you probably would like to have, and I'm like, well, you fucking got me. I'd like to have it. So <laughs> fine, you cocksuckers. You know what's funny is when you come. A lot of times when you cross the state border. Um, at least this is the case in Illinois. I don't know if this is the case elsewhere, but when you cross the state border, uh, y- you get there's like this this thing where anything that's illegal in the in the next state is immediately like super fucking available 
when you cross the border. So like when right. you cross right. and it, and I think it says something about the state that you're driving into to see like what are the things that are immediately available to you when you yeah. cross the border, right? Right. Indiana, it's guns and fireworks. Yeah, it's, it's, well, Indiana, yeah. Indiana you and strip it's, clubs, yeah, I was going to say it's, casinos. it's all fucking strip clubs, like hunting stores, casinos, it's fucking depression. Like and fireworks. It's just like it's like walking into a hoarder's house. Just in case you want to stick a screaming Mimi or hoo-ha, <laughs> you can do that. You cross the state in Indiana and you immediately know, like, oh, I've really settled. Yeah. I have really it's like it's like it's like taking the clothes off a woman and being like, Whoa, I mean we're gonna do this, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's like when you go yeah. when you cross the border, it's like it's like manure stands, pig slop stores. <laughs> like that's it. That's what you got. That stinky, that stinky sod that they have there that you have no idea. You're like, I don't know. Why does it Second. smell like that? They're like, I don't know. You want to buy like, some? Want some of our dirt? We're selling. <laughs> we're actually selling dirt at this point. This is like our main export. We're selling our home building materials. No, it's dirt. <laughs> we're selling our home building materials. <laughs> All right. That's great. But you, you go to Wisconsin and it's like, it's like fucking cheese stores. Like that's it. It's like fucking. Yeah. They're just yeah. like they're so fucking ridiculously wholesome in Wisconsin. They're just like maybe you'd like some cheese. I don't. And they're like you know what they can't get down south. I know. Cheese. And it's like <laughs> that, that's exactly how I feel. I'm like I can just buy cheese anywhere. You don't have yeah. like a special cow. <laughs> like you yeah. don't have like magic fucking beans up there, motherfucker. <laughs> you export your cheese downstate. It's not like it's like oh man in Illinois we don't have. How do you say it again? Chaz. <laughs> like, who's driving over with the Wisconsin border? Like, oh, finally, I can get cheese. Yeah, and they and they see the Illinoisans, and they're a lot like, oh, yeah, those guys have had yeah, some right? cheese. They've had their fair right? fucking share of like, cheese. Just go to the fucking Windy City and walk around, you yeah. know, in the wintertime. Like, this is like, a, there's an, all of our parkas are XXXXXXL. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's it. Cheese in Illinois are not strangers. Parkas, we call those buses. <laughs> <laughs> you got me as I was taking a sip. <laughs> I wanted to make an announcement before we move on. Um, last episode, we had Bryce on. We did. And Bryce uh, brought to our attention this anonymous uh, message that was to the LDS Church. And we talked about it a little. Um, but we mostly talked about uh, the the implications of it which were that the that the mormon church doesn't like john delin and they don't like uh the the woman who we mentioned i can't remember her name but they they don't like those people and that was sort of what we were really right. uh spending a lot of our time on well someone posted a message on our blog and said oh my god that that message from anonymous is fake and it may be fake actually because i looked uh up their twitter account and i could not find that particular message anywhere in there uh, ba- dating back to where the article that uh, that that video is from uh, leads to, so I it, it's possible it's a possibility that it is fake. But it also brings up another question: like, how do you know? If I guess if it's not posted through their main Twitter account, then it's fake. Um, but in any case, we just wanted to let people know that it, it we we presume it's fake. We think it's fake. We're not sure. Uh, which also just uh, explains why nothing fucking happened. Yeah. Right. Well, that and the. I mean, it's anonymous, right? Like, so 
Maybe they did it anonymously. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we wouldn't know if something happened. That's kind of like built into the... Into the category of possibilities when you're... It's kind of the mystique of the whole <laughs> right, thing. exactly. <laughs> you're all sick! Oh, be nice. Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay. Oh, my God, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. So this first story comes from BuzzFeed. Um, I can't. I can't believe I'm getting stories from BuzzFeed now, right? Like, like BuzzFeed is like it's like clickbait. <laughs> now they have. Now they have journalism in there now too. Like, what's happening? Yeah. What is happening in the world? Yeah, like like when you see this on Facebook, it'd say something like Huckabee on transgender people. When he opened his mouth, I couldn't believe what he right, said. Exactly, <laughs> like ten things Huckabee says about transgender people. Click to find out more. Yeah. One of these and might then, surprise your mom. And then click each goddamn page <laughs> right. to get to the next one. Click on our fucking page loading slideshow. Oh no, I'll never do that. Uh, Huckabee on transgender people. I wish I could have said I was transgender in high school to shower with the girls. You're still a dirty old man who fucking fondly remembers Porky's. Like, that's it. <laughs> that guy is Porky's. Look at him. All right, let's play. Right. This is uh, this is from his. He just. This was at a uh, 2015 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in where else? Nashville, Tennessee. We are now in city after city watching ordinances that say that your seven-year-old daughter if she goes into the restroom cannot be offended and you can't be offended if she's greeted there by a 42 year old man who feels more like a woman than he does a man it's not what it says at all you can be offended all you want yeah nobody (laughs) but here's the difference motherfucker you taking offense doesn't mean fuck all to the rest of the world. Yeah. Like, I could walk around and be like, I'm fucking offended. Oh, well, we should fucking immediately trample on someone's rights then. <laughs> and it's also not some dude with a beard right. and his dick hanging out pissing in the sink because there's no fucking <laughs> urinals. If you're a trans woman, you identify as a fucking trans woman. It's not like you're, it's, you, you dress like a woman. Right. And then you go into the stalls to go to the bathrooms. How the fuck would your kid even know? Right. You would have no idea. Like, you have no kid, idea. Unless the trans woman walks out and is like, blah, 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 whatever. Like, <laughs> well, is I, there, just, I mean, remember the last time you went to a public restroom and you had to show your genitals to the restaurant restroom attendant to yeah, make sure? Yeah, no, you, you actually have to, like, you have to, like, high five, like, with cocks when you're in the bathroom. It's, they call it sword fighting. It's, it's what you have to do to the guy next to you to decide who's going to go first into the urinal. That's how it right, works. That's, I mean, yeah. how else would you decide? And then women things? have to scissor. That's how they have <laughs> to. Scissor battle? <laughs> just to see. Who's gonna win? It's like, it's it's vagina wrestling. It's like That's some fucking bladder full American gladiator style tournament. Like, <laughs> it's just it's just you're just asking for trouble at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like that wipeout game except wetter. <laughs> <laughs> now, I wish someone had told me when I was in high school that I could have felt like a woman when it came time to take showers and PE. I'm pretty sure I would have found my feminine side and said, Coach, I think I'd rather shower with the girls today. And it's not like they found their fucking feminine side in time for one fucking pervy class to yeah. go, like, stand around and fucking be like, ha, 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 ha. That's not how this fucking works, you fucking goofball. It, it, 
you you would have to live like if if you wanted to do that you would have to like it's fucking such a long con right you'd have to like live your entire life identifying yeah. as the opposite gender just so you could see fucking illicit boobies yeah, yeah like, it's fucking tootsie right? you know what I mean like <laughs> it's like that's not a thing that happens You're laughing because it sounds so ridiculous, doesn't it? He's killing it at the release oh, convention. I know. They're I mean, like, can, oh, man. Can't you hear that? The clapping and the laughing. It's amazing. They're like, I, too, would like to view the opposite sex naked. <laughs> All right. Yeah, look. All right. Many of us would. But we'll just find people that are happy to show us their naked bodies. Like right. that's That's how the rest of us do it. Like, the rest of us are just like... Hey, I'll say some funny things, maybe buy you a couple of drinks, and then, you know, we'll show each other our naked bodies. That's what we do. That's kind of how it works. We don't try to get, like, we don't try to trick entire groups of people (laughs) into showing us their naked bodies because we're so fucking desperate for the sight of flesh in 2015. Are you fucking kidding? We have computers, for God's sake, and our phones. <laughs> you can look at a naked body anytime yeah. you want. Right now. Like, right now. Right. Go ahead and do it. Pause right. the show and look at a, look naked, at a naked body. naked body. You can do it right now. And yet today, we're the ones who are ridiculed and scorned because we point out the obvious, that there's something inherently wrong with forcing little children to, to be a part of this social experiment. I'm not against anybody. I'd just like for somebody to bring their brain to work someday and not leave it on the bedstand when they show up to govern. Well, let us know when you decide to do that. <laughs> and you're not against anybody, except for those people that I just talked about that I'm against. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not against anybody, but I'm going to ridicule somebody's uh, gender. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to make fun of their gender identity for you. <laughs> it's great. It's, it's a joke for us. And then I'm going to kind of conflate that with pedophilia because – but I'm not against them. No. I'm not against them. But he's going to subtly conflate it with pedophilia. Right. Yeah. Because it's not their fault that a, that a seven-year-old came in. It's, it's, just, it's just their opportunity oh, at that God. point. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. To me, it's pretty simple. A person either believes that God created this process or believes that it was an accident. And then it just happened all on its own. This story comes from Slate.com. The Bible versus the Constitution. This is kind of fucked up. In Louisiana, um, creationism is just straight in the textbooks now. Like, that's just a fucking, that's just a fucking thing. Um, And it's it's not only is it, it's not even hiding in there. It's like people are are actively complaining like, hey, I think there was an evolution being taught. And the principal's like, well, we'll fucking see to that. Like, can't have that happen again. I mean, it's just outrageous. I cannot believe. Um, I mean, I always knew that, like, Louisiana was a garbage state. Yeah, no, I mean, like, there's, like, I think the person who they called was an actual alligator. <laughs> like, they called, they called him on the phone. And then, it, you know, whenever the alligator gets, gets like, afraid, it just opens its mouth and steps backwards really quickly, sort of <laughs> waving its head side to side. And then goes back into the water and tells someone to get some creationist shit in the schools. This is a state so monumentally backwards that when three or four people from this state accidentally make it onto television, they have to subtitle them. Because they don't even, like they're speaking the language, but they speak it with such an unbelievably thick patois of ignorance. Yeah. That it has to be (laughs) subtitled. Into actual words that people yeah. use. Because it's basically clicks and whistles at that point. <laughs> I mean, you're just like, that's not even like, that's that sounds like Ewok. I feel I don't like even you're know. insulting dolphins yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, this is, 
they when they when they had that swamp people show on the oh, the, yeah. the cast yeah. and crew like or the, the the producers would often get confused and they would try to interview the manatees during the middle of the production like they can't tell <laughs> they're just like i don't know it, i mean they, they look a, they had a occasion on the on the uh x-men show and that dude was all subtitled all day, <laughs> all the time. That dude was subtitled. My dad he, used to watch this cooking show with like the Louisiana Justin Wilson. Yeah, did you watch that too? My dad used to watch it. Yeah, uh, and he would be like, "Yeah, you gonna put a little wine in here, a little bit for me, a little bit for oh, you." Yeah, I guarantee. <laughs> his, his like his like catchphrase was, "I guarantee." I guarantee. Like, I guarantee. I watched that. He would yeah. drink on the show. Be like, yeah, I was like he would get all PBS. fucking wasted and shit. Yeah, because I mean, well, he's from fucking Louisiana, so the only thing you can do is. Drown your sours in spirits. Right. That's it. Because it, otherwise you have to come to the stark realization that you live in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody wants that. When you live in Louisiana and you are you look around, you're like, my state is is almost literally the actual toilet of America. It is a swamp that is below grade. Like I yeah. live in the fucking base. I live in a fucking I live in a dirty cellar of a state, and I am surrounded by Mississippi. You, there's like, there's a level of, of fucking sheer, unadulterated desperation that can yeah. only lead to New Orleans. I went to New Orleans once, <laughs> uh, a couple times actually. The first time I went there, though, I wound up walking to the downtown area, and there was a garbage can there. <laughs> and it was so filled with like, and there wasn't like overflowing. It was just the dirtiest garbage can I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Like it was caked with some sort of slime on the outside. Like at one point I thought I saw it breathing. It was the most absolutely horrifying thing I'd ever seen. And on and letters across the top, it's like, Mayor fucking crocodile wants to keep this place clean and how and dare I, you it's mayor mccheese it is mayor mccheese it's fucking the hamburglar we were told too like what kind of place too? like hey we want to go see the fucking uh the the famous graveyard or whatever that they had there, yeah the whatever. crypts or whatever yeah you yeah. want to go see that and everybody that we talked to was like don't go out there you'll get mugged and i'm just like that sounds so unpleasant <laughs> like your city sucks balls <laughs> It's the worst city. I mean, the only thing they have going for them is food. That's it. That's all they've got. They can they can cook very well, but the rest of that, it's just fucking flush it down the toilet. Whatever Katrina missed. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Delete the is show. That too, is that too soon? Delete the show. It's always too soon. It's always too soon. Delete the whole show. Okay. <laughs> Delete all the right. back catalog. I don't know that I can go there, but anyway. So, but I want to read a piece of this Louisiana, right. uh, this story for Louisiana. It says, the Louisiana Science Education Act. Jesus. <laughs> That's what it's called. I know, Tom. I know. It's the Science Education Act passed by the, legis the state legislature in 2008 permits science teachers to use supplemental materials to critique evolution, opening a back door that teachers are using as intended to teach creationism. Such lessons are allowed under this Louisiana law, but they are uh, illegal under federal law. And then what they're saying is, in the, at the end of the article, they specifically say, like, all they need is one person to contact the Freedom From Religion Foundation, and they'll get down there and take care of this. We just need one. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I mean, being that guy who sounds the alarm in Louisiana. Oh, I know. God. You know, from the same article, from the same article, it says, 
In an email exchange, a parent had complained that a different teacher, Cindy Tolliver, actually taught that evolution was a fact. This parent complained that Tolliver was, quote, pushing her twisted religious beliefs out of the class. The principal responded, I can assure you this will not happen again. <laughs> we can't have learning in a school. Hmm? Science? No. God. What the, this is why Louisiana will never get ahead. Louisiana's never going to be a fucking, like, the center for the thing you bought, right? There's never going to be, like, the fucking yeah. Silicon Valley of Louisiana. Well, they first, I think they need electricity first before we start. <laughs> you got to get fucking indoor toilets. <laughs> you got to put one foot in front of the other, Tom. You know, the problem with indoor toilets in Louisiana is when the whole fucking state is a toilet. Yeah. It's very difficult to well, differentiate. And, and the thing is, is you're below sea level, so when you flush it, stuff just comes up. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Send your hate mail to. Oh, they don't have fucking email. Nobody from Louisiana could listen to this show. Over Louisiana. Are you kidding? If you could listen to this show, I guarantee fucking tea you're not a native Louisianian. You're getting your internet from fucking satellite dishes or whatever they yeah, get in fucking sure. dirt poor fucking third world countries like Louisiana. <laughs> God, I can't wait to do my Peace Corps trip down there. <laughs> you got to get a special set of shots. I'm going to take a selfie with all those little poor kids from Louisiana. <laughs> Put it on my Facebook wall. I can't wait. Helping the less fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> There's fucking USAID trucks everywhere. <laughs> Everybody's drinking out of those safety straws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. It's like Louisiana, malaria capital of the United States. <laughs> the thing is, is like, just like the Peace Corps, you need a translator everywhere you go. <laughs> This, spo- this this story speaks to my soul, Cecil. This story got me right in the fucking feels. Did it? It did. It did. It's from the Raw story. It's Glenn Beck and Rick Perry. All in one story, first of all. That's yeah. the fucking dream team sure. of fucking yeah. lunatics. That's If the only thing that would make this better would be to fucking create like the fucking sacred triumvirate and get Glenn Beck and Rick Perry... And fucking Pat Robertson on one in one stage together. I actually don't think they're allowed to be in the same place together. You know, it's like yeah, because it, it'll be a black hole. It's stupid. <laughs> it just like sucks everybody's thoughts out of their head. <laughs> so Glenn Beck is saying that Rick Perry prayed for an end to the Texas drought. Uh, let's 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 listen to it. This is from Glenn Beck's whatever internet show, whatever he does nowadays. I'm not sure. And, and we should be clear, we haven't really talked about this, but both of these ridiculous torrential downpours and flooding and the preceding drought, both the fault of global warming. Thank, Thank you. you for bringing yeah. that up. Thank you. We have Stu. not talked about it. And Thank you. I mean, the drought, which was blamed yeah. on global warming incessantly, yeah. now all the rain is also, also being blamed on global warming. As we've we're always said, it, no matter what happens. Do they not understand that both of those things are... Uh, extreme weather and neither are preferable yeah i they, they they don't understand that that global climate change causes changes in weather patterns including extreme weather changes you know like big fucking snow would be a result of climate change too like the big fucking snows we had could potentially be a result they don't get it dude they're just yeah. like hey fucking two opposite things can't well, be caused by the same 
thing. And it's like, well, it's all the people from around here, too, are like global warming. It's been chilly all June. And you're like, yeah. And people die in Bombay. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right? People are dying. The fucking pavement is melting. I know. In I know. India. I know. I know. Like you walk down the street and there's like a fucking cow up to its <laughs> neck in the pavement. <laughs> It's like fucking slow cooking all day. Way out of that drought. Yeah. Yes. Way out of that drought. We, st- we started digging our way out of that drought about three years ago. Uh, but that's definitely over. I was up in the, um, up in the farm country up in, uh, in Idaho this last weekend. And it was a sloppy mess up there. And they had just five weeks ago, they had um, a, a fast for rain because they were in a drought. And it started raining five weeks ago. Oh, y'all didn't eat your breakfast? Okay, we'll set some rain down. Glad to see you didn't eat your Cheerios this morning. <laughs> Little bacon and eggs. Didn't eat that. Oh, no. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Fasting to get God's attention is, God. is it's worse than praying. It's, it, it is... It is fucking trepanning dumb. <laughs> it is it is as stupid as you can be to think you're getting your God's attention because you fucking skipped a fucking power bar for lunch. Are you serious? Oh, looks like he's on his cut cycle. Give me a fucking break. All those guys in Idaho are looking lean and trip. Oh. I'll tell you what. I'll make it rain. <laughs> Those are some sexy bitches down there. I'll make it rain. Make it rain on them. Go on. Yeah. Show me Get some more of them. Slick you Idahoans. <laughs> slick yourselves down with that mud that I made. Rub yourself you. with that potato. Rub that potato right up on those sexy washboat abs. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's it's like God is like up in heaven, like not like not intervening in in the fucking tragic drought, you know, right? So God's like, mm, oh, what you hear that? Somebody skipped lunch. It's like a firecracker. Yeah, like so <laughs> he's got like a fucking he's got like a red phone that just rings when your stomach growls. <laughs> but then all the it's all like, like <laughs> the starving people because it's not on purpose, right? He's just oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> hear that shit at all like it's just like it's, yeah. it's, you gotta you gotta fucking if you're just like if you're just like like i'm, I'm so hungry i can't <laughs> i don't have the energy to go home I can't and, uh, somebody eat. just if i could just have yeah. one rice just i'll split it with you i swear I'll, i don't want the whole rice i just want I'll just yeah. if i could just smell the one rice please before i die it would give me if, if i could still generate a single tear i would cry it just for you and god's up there like well i can't hear a fucking thing yeah like like if it's an american it's immediately to the red phone right? if it's anybody else it's fucking call forwarding it's like yeah my messaging service is gonna pick that shit up i'm sorry Hi, y'all. You called God. Sorry, he's busy catering to Americans. He'll get back to you. Never. (laughs) Y'all hear that? White people aren't eating on purpose. (laughs) That's just loud. Those those white folks skip breakfast and lunch. It's amazing. surviving only on Frappuccino. Give me a break. What a fucking nozzle. That's, you if can't you believe in calories. If, if you believe in fasting as a fucking way to change the fucking universe, you're a fucking douche nozzle. You're a fucking, fucking idiot. It's outrageous. Goddamn fucking fool. <laughs> and outrageous. also, do you want to live in a world 
where, you know, your God is basically so oblivious. He's like, he's like, well, I'm just going to give him a drought for I don't know how long, however long it takes. I guess just give him a drought. And then, oh, oh, who's pulling on my pant leg? Oh, Glenn Beck. Oh, you, oh, you want me to rain? Oh, okay. We'll make it rain for you a little bit. We'll, we'll give you a good. Well, well, we haven't made it rain for a little while. So let's make sure it's a real good rain for you. Look at that real good rain. Like fucking what? Every time it's like this yo-yo. It's like too much, too little, too much, too little. He's like, he's like a particularly stupid bear. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can't fucking decide on the softness yeah. of the fucking exactly. desired bed. Every, you know, yeah. like he's just like, or he's just like a really, really strong dumb person. <laughs> he's letting. And he's, he's letting. Like, and whenever he I pets pet you, all the rabbits. When he pets you. He just pets you way too hard. <laughs> That's interesting. Stop. Because if Rick Perry announces that he's running for president, which is expected, of course, he in 2012, I think it was, or 2011, was yeah. praying for rain here. Will he get blamed uh, for the, the success of the rain <laughs> and the flooding? The success of the rain. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, Rick Perry. Like, Rick Perry actually went to his wall and counted out those 23 kills. I was gonna say, this like, guy, two dozen dead into people his are dresser. just like, all like two dozen dead people are just like, yeah. Fucking well asshole. done, well yeah. done, Rick Perry. Yeah, could you have prayed just like a little less hard? Thanks, like you Rick. fucking crank the fucking prayer control to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> now I think he clearly cranked it to twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Oh no. Yeah, and it fucking he started fucking praying what three years ago? <laughs> four years ago? Like, four? Wow. Man, uh, hey, are they really not eating for four years? I'll oh, tell no, they're, you they're what. eating again. I'll tell you what. It takes a while to get a prayer up to 60. 60 <laughs> miles an hour. It's like four <laughs> years to get it from zero to 60. <laughs> well, you see, I'm I'm way up here in heaven, and, like, prayer don't move at the speed of light, y'all. That's ridiculous. Like, prayer moves at the, at the speed of, of fasting, and that's slow. Even though the word is fast, but it's up in the slow. Prayer, prayer moves as fast hard. as a union worker. <laughs> <laughs> You see, it's funny because they take a lot of breaks. <laughs> we st- we started ending that drought with that fast. Do you remember that? I do remember big, that. Yeah. yeah, and it, it and he stopped. was mocked for it anyway. Rightfully so. Yeah, cause rightfully so because it's absurd and it took it. And even if you do credit this to him, it took him several years to actually fucking accomplish it, which is absurd. Because yeah, also droughts end. Yeah, like like did we think that like without praying, like the drought would just be like, oh my god, it's a forever drought. Oh, one. man. This is the one. <laughs> this is it. This is it. It's done raining yeah. forever. Texans are, like, filling up glasses with dust and drinking them. <laughs> a long black cock, long black cock, a long black cock, long black cock. So this is also, this is from the Patheos blogs. This is from a blog I've never used before. Uh, Brother Richard's Life Without Faith. Uh, blue jean wearing women are weapons of mass destruction. Uh, this is pretty great. The New Indian Re- Express uh, is reporting that a Pakistani cleric, Fazlur Rayman. Nice job. Right? I feel like I crushed that shit. Um, he's basically blaming all of the available things. Yeah. Like all of the things on pantaloons. Well, what he wants him to dress as. Is a sack of flour. Sack of flour. <laughs> That's what yep. he said. And he said if they don't, and they keep wearing those jeans, he's going to bring out his weapon of ass destruction. <laughs> I do love the picture in here of the mom jeans at the top. <laughs> Have you ever seen that fucking SNL skit with the mom jeans? Yes, it's awesome. God, it's so funny. It's like fucking, let everyone know you're not a woman anymore. You're a mom. <laughs> 
Mom will love her nine inch zipper and pleated front. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> if you haven't fucking Google the fucking Google mom jeans SNL, it's so fucking funny. So he's saying like, let, let, this guy is saying, Fezlur Raymond went on to say that a woman who is not covered like a sack of flour mm-hmm. is a mobile weapon of mass destruction right. for her state. And that Pakistan has a multitude of such nuclear missiles in all of its major cities. What? I don't know what that means. He was, he says that if women are wrapped in sacks and kept inside homes, <laughs> wrapped in sacks, and if the Sharia law was in place, then the Taliban brothers would not be attacking Palestine. Pakistan. Palestine. Palestine. Palestine's a totally new place. <laughs> That's when they kick all the Palestinians out of Israel. <laughs> They're going to have to go to Palestine. Welcome to Palestine, my friend. Oh, shit. <laughs> Pants. Oh. Pants. Pants are the impetus, according to this fucking idiot, um, for all kinds of cataclysmic ex- events, um, including inflation, which is great. Sure. Um, decreased yeah. energy supply. I supplies. will tell you this. The right pair of plants will cause inflation. It, it Absolutely. Happens. Yeah. The wrong pair certainly causes deflation. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> decreased energy supplies. I thought, well, I don't know. I get I get pretty energetic with a woman. Sure. Every it depends night, on know. the pants. But yeah, it depends. Yeah. Up pants on the floor get even more energetic, yeah. um, and threatens the overall security of Pakistan. Overalls, huh? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> this can't be a real thing. I don't think it's real. It can't be. It can't be a real thing. Nobody thought Bubbles' mom jeans anyway. I mean, come on. <laughs> Although the link to the Indian Express also has him blaming women wearing jeans for the reason behind earthquakes. Um, I mean, there's been some fucking earth-shattering pantaloons that I've seen, so... Want to contact the guys? Go to DissonancePod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to Patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Dissonance Pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage, and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per-episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This story's from Reuters. Uh, it's super weird. Pennsylvania woman goes on trial on fortune-telling charges. Um, so this is super strange. So first of all, there's fortune-telling charges? That was yeah. the first thing that struck me like. I would think that they're that they are con charges, like con man charges, because it's got like, you know, like Well, look, I can see like fraud. Yeah, like I think it's right? fraud. Because it's because they, they, they wound up getting ten grand out of this person, at least ten grand. Well, but it says that she faces fifty five counts of fortune telling. <laughs> fortune telling like, <laughs> like somebody's like so they actually had to sit around and be like, Well, what do we think about fortune yeah, telling? What, like, what are we going to do with this fortune telling? Wouldn't that just fall under the existing fraud laws? Yeah. <laughs> like, do we have to make a separate? We have to like. Well, we haven't yeah, really discussed know. fortune telling. Oh, we haven't really fucking discussed. 
you know, like fucking dog psychology either, you know, like, but bullshit is fucking bullshit. I will say in this, it says, uh, it says that the person was persuaded to stop taking their mental health medication and to buy candles, oils, perfume, and crystals to help ward off evil spirits. And then her financial loss probably ran into tens of thousands of dollars, but only about $10,000 could be verified. So this, I think, falls under the, uh, the, um, the auspices of, like, when people talk about how, oh, well, you know, it's just, it's just for good fun, right? I'm going to go right. to the fortune teller. I'm just going to have good – I'm going to have a good time there. I know it's not real, but I'm just going to have a good time there. I know the horoscopes aren't real, but I'm going to have a good time just reading it or whatever. You know, there's some harm that can be done from this. There's people who don't understand the difference between reality and non-reality. Sure, right. And – when you give those people credence by, I don't know, giving them a fucking show on television or, you know, having specials where people are fucking uh, seeing ghosts or talking to the dead or all that stuff, you're giving validity to this. You're pointing to this and saying there's something to this. And then people who are, you know, might not know any better, they're going to get screwed over. And I know that right. there's people out there right now that are like, fucking, well, if they don't know any better, it's their fucking own fault. And it's like, well... We've got to legislate for the lowest common denominator. Well, and it's not their fault. Like, let's let's like not do that stupid shit where we blame the victim for being victimized. That's like that's that's just that's just fucking mean, and there's no reason to do that. And that's not how you build a better society. The way to build a good society is to fucking go after the people who prey on the weak. Like, go after people who prey on people who are you know less educated or desperate or emotionally vulnerable. You know, like, it, like yes, if we all go to fortune tellers tomorrow and we all know it's bullshit and we do it just for a fucking laugh and a way to spend two hours in your afternoon, is there any harm in that? I, you know, maybe, maybe not. It's a conversation. But the thing is, like, the fortune tellers are relying on, you know, 90% of the people walking through their door knowing it's nonsense and doing it on a lark. But they know that, like, 10% or whatever the fucking rate is – but a certain percentage of the people who walk in their door, those are the real marks. So they set up shop knowing that most of the people who come in are just like a, they're just a one off and they'll do a thing. And it's like, OK, that's not my mark. That's not my mark. And they're waiting for that vulnerable person. They're waiting for that person who's in that moment in their life where their guard is down, where they're you know willing to accept, you know, a little bit less. Uh, reason and a little more credulity in order to get some fucking answers or some solace or, you know, maybe they are, you know, uh, mentally unstable or something. And those are the people they prey on in this fucking story. You know, it's no secret that this person said, you know, stop taking your fucking medication. Right. Like, well, that's just advantageous to the fortune teller. Sure. Like the more compromised you are. Make you more and more compromised. I'm not saying every fortune teller is a con, but you, I think the thing is, like, like actively trying to con you out of your money in the sense that they knowingly know that they're not, they're that they, they they don't believe their own bullshit. I think there's some out there that believe their own bullshit, but you also got to realize that those people are probably going to just as well going to try to get you to come back for extra sessions and do all that stuff if you're sure. compromised too. This story comes from the Raw story. Uh, there's no such thing as marital rape. Christian website says wives must yield for sex. No questions asked. The guy's right, though. There's no such <laughs> thing as... No, you're laughing, but there, he's right. There's no such thing as marital rape. It's just rape. 
Right. Yeah. Actually, that's a great. You that's know? a great point. Yeah. There's no reason to put that fucking adjective in front of it. Yeah. Like it doesn't change anything about the. It's actually a perfect thing to say. I, I I read this and I'm just like, man, this is more that bored and ignored. Like there's nothing more unattractive than like you're, you're, I can't imagine being like, hey, you have to have. So, oh, fine, but I'm totally not into it. Hey, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Why would you Great. why would you want that? Yeah. I want to wow. read this is from the guy's website and this was not covered on this. This was a disclaimer that was put on I think after the raw story linked to this. So this is in big red bold on his website under the second paragraph and read it. I have not nor would I ever advocate for a husband to force himself physically upon his wife or to physically abuse her in any fashion. The issue being discussed here is whether a man should take sex. <laughs> really? Take sex? From his wife, if and only if she yields to his request for sex, even then, or even though she does so grudgingly and is not really in the mood or does not feel he has earned it. What the fuck? Again, like, who wants to have grudging sex with an unwilling, like, that's not, like, I can't imagine being like, hey, the Bible says you have to have grudging unwilling sour fucking faced sex with me <laughs> i mean and what the fuck is and and seriously it's like and, and he says at the end he's like does so grudgingly and not in the mood even if she does even if and, or does not feel he has earned it what the fuck is she smith barney like fucking only <laughs> if you earned it what the fuck is that what a weird okay and i don't want to talk about everybody's relationship out there because i don't fucking know and i don't really care but i would really it would be a weird relationship to be like, okay, honey, you earned your fucking puna for today. Right? Like, what do you ring a bell and I salivate? Is that how this works? Yeah, like, you, I don't, you don't earn sex. It's not a prize somebody is giving you. Like, well, here is your sex. Like, wait a minute, because we're doing this thing together and you should be kind of into it. And if I'm not into it and you're not into it, then we should just do a different thing instead. Like, let's watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, like, I don't want to. <laughs> Let's do something else. Like, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, and at one point he says, he, he starts defining the different types of not in the mood. And the second know, type, so the second type of not in the mood is, let's just get this over with. Oh, let's talk about a boner killer. Somebody's like, okay, come on. You can climb in here, but I, I'm not going to get wet. Let's, let's, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make a sound. I'm yeah, gonna. We're gonna, gonna. I'm gonna fucking silently stare into the middle distance. Yeah, or, or, while you fucking hump away, at or my get on your phone, fucking, right? Or she's right? gonna get on her phone. Oh god, it's such a fucking awful, weird. But you know, like the thing that's super depressing is you know somebody's gonna use this, yeah, to convince their fucking wife like that she has to be submissive sexually sure. in order to be sure. pleasing to god and all yeah. this stuff and he's got all these fucking weird like like advice like well if she's not into it you can use an artificial lubricant and like you and he like advises like you should use some foreplay and like touch her and massage her maybe use oral sex and it's like yeah or maybe just fucking respect her <laughs> like that's yeah. the other option like just fucking, how about if you use some fucking respect, you goddamned animal? <laughs> and I like it. It is in his, uh, in his article, he talks about how, you know, some women want to talk or whatever, but sometimes guys just want to come home and fuck. fuck. You know, they just want to fuck it out. I know. He's, he's basically like, the same thing. 
He says, like, you have to understand that sometimes a man has had a rough day, and all he wants <laughs> he to do is fuck it out. Man, fucking traffic was shitty. The boss fucking gave me a shitty review. I had a, I'm going to go Grab home. Grab your ankles, sweetheart. We're fucking whether you like it or not. That'll make my day better. Grudging, unwilling sex with a fucking disinterested partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. I love it. That's just. Oh, God. Let's post this to Reddit. (laughs) Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain and. You're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Barton, LGBT activists are evangelizing public school students to recruit them into homosexuality. All right, let's play. This is David Barton was on Wall Builders Live Radio. They're even promoting transgender in kindergarten. You know, these guys on the other side. Now, think about that for just a second, promoting transgender. So are are we promoting – well, let let me just ask a question. What percentage of America is transgender? We're promoting something for a group that is what size? Wow. I would think one – I hope it's not even one-tenth of one percent, but that's the only number that comes to mind. It's three-tenths of one percent. It's even bigger than that. You're fucked, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's three times as many of them oh as I gosh, thought. Oh, my gosh, I hope it's not as many as it is. Oh, no. <laughs> three so tenths, three. less than a half of a percent. Less than a half of a percent. And, and so we are now inculcating kids from kindergarten up that they need to deal with this one half of one percent, and maybe they need to consider being part of that one half of one percent, and we want you to, to examine your feelings and see if that's who you are. And so we, we've got which we, we we know how that works psychologically. Oh, you bet. I mean, that's going to plant the seed in their mind, and they're going to start going that direction. So it's right because uh, when somebody plants a seed in your mind at an early age that you're gay, you automatically become gay because it's like watering a fucking flower. Yeah, right. Everybody has gay seeds yeah. and fucking hetero seeds. And then like, and then trans seeds. Like it has and then, nothing to do with fucking you. It's just if somebody told you you should do it, then you do it. Like, well, that's is that actually, how they think sexuality works? I think that's that's why I'm white. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I just I saw this. It's true. No, it's yeah, true. you were black because, when look, you were younger. If you grew up in a black community, you're probably black. You know, because you saw a lot of black people, yeah, sure. and so you just made the choice. You just chose to be black, right? And the same thing is true for like white people. Like I grew up in a mostly white community, and so they planted the seed of whiteism, right? And so now I'm a right. person with whiteism. I see. That's how that works. You're a person. That's not with, how that works. You're, you're, a, you're a person with Caucasianism. Caucasianism. It's the same thing that happened with homosexuality in the country. This is evangelism. What they're doing is evan. This is exactly how you evangelize. You raise questions. You. But you're pro evangelism. <laughs> like you can't do that. You can't. You're pro evangelism for all the things you like. It's so true, man. Right? Like yeah, right. this is evangelism. That's my job. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's like, no, it's not evangelism. Just letting someone know that a thing is a thing right. is not evangelizing. Yeah, look, seeing superheroes doesn't make me a superhero, right? Like, I can't, you can't just choose things. If, if, if that's how it worked, everybody, every kindergartner would just be Spider Man. Yeah. Like, that's it. Evangelizing specifically refers to Christianity, too. 
It's not like it doesn't refer to Christianity. Right. You give right. examples, you, you share stuff, you create relational stories. They're doing evangelism for, for transgenders. So we're, we're having evangelism for a group that is 0.3%. Now, why don't we allow teachers to do evangelism for a group that is 72%? Uh, that's Christians. Well, it's not like people are just saying Christians don't exist. Right. Right. No one is, yeah, no one's suggesting that we, that we hide the fact of Christianity's existence. It's not like, it's not like they're handing out like fucking rainbows and like fucking, like fucking lime flavored condoms to five year olds. (laughs) They're just like, they're like, okay, fucking, even if they are, which I don't believe that they're even doing, but let's say that they're saying it's okay if you're out. That's not fucking evangel. That's not doing anything. It's just saying a thing. Right. And it's not going to change anybody's fucking gender identity. It's, it's not, not going like, to change anybody's fucking sexual identity. It's not like never s- sitting Billy on their lap and being like, it's okay if you like other boys, Billy. And if he's right. like, no, I, I don't. Be like, Billy, you like other boys. Right. Maybe Look into if my you suck eyes, this Billy. dick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Why would we do three-tenths of a percent and not 72? Or how about this? Why not let teachers be evangelists for the 40% that call themselves conservatives? Because that's larger than the group that calls themselves moderates or liberals. How is it? Wait, uh, so right, are, are, are there 40% kids of the United States? That have political leaning like yeah. a bunch of fucking kindergartners. Like, also, I'm a conservative. And why would you care? They can't even vote. <laughs> and by the time they get to be fucking teenagers, they're going to reject the shit you taught them in kindergarten anyway. Right? And they're going to be fucking, they're going to be uh, countercultural. Oh, God. It's a way to create a bunch of liberals, fucktard. <laughs> Or why not let teachers be evangelists for the 37.6% who call themselves Republicans? Why why are we into promoting the three-tenths of 1% over all these other major massive groups that are out there? And the simple answer goes back to a law book in 1814 is that folks like this, like homosexuals, they have to recruit kids. That's the only way they can keep their movement alive. Like Christians? Right. I was going to say, like, you know... Like the, I, it's it's so funny to me. And the reason I like this story is because it it's it, this is a guy who's basically saying like they're using our tools. These are our tools. Yeah. This is how we, like this is how we inculcate the young, yep. and this is how we get them early because we recognize that our message doesn't sell past the age of reason. Yep, and we have to sell this message when to to people who are driven by emotion and a desire to conform to authority figures. And if we don't get them while they're young, then this message doesn't sell. This is our, this is our sales tactic. Damn it! That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Alex McFarland on <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner's transition. That's demonic. <laughs> That's demonic, everybody. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's play him. This is a uh, right wing Christian apologist, Alex McFarland. Uh, he was a guest on AFA's Today's Issues. <laughs> uh, God would not um, make us a certain way and then demand that we not be that way. Uh, when people have gender confusion, as is so prevalent in our communi- in our country right now. Yeah, and he's right, Tom. He's right about that. He would not make us a certain way and then demand we be some, some other way. He made us without wings, so we're not allowed to fly. That's a- <laughs> right. Right. I love too. He's like, and it's so prevalent. It's like, well, the last guy just said it was 0.3% of the population. Yeah, it's very not I would, prevalent. Yeah. I'd be hard pressed to call that prevalent. 
I, I just think that like now we're just not mean about it. Yeah. <laughs> and now people are, aren't afraid to do it. Right. Yeah. It's like, well, and, and plus now we have surgical options that allow them to to physically uh, change their bodies to match their uh, gender. Right. So that's not the same thing at all. <laughs> and there's so much moral. Uh, the lines of gender have been blurred. Uh, that's not God. We don't blame that on God. Uh, I don't blame it on anyone because there's no problem. Yeah, like, exactly. I use problems. Like I blame. Like I would blame somebody broke a dish in my house and didn't <laughs> clean it up. Like, like who the fuck broke this dish in my house and didn't clean that shit up? But I wouldn't blame. Like somebody's like, I think I'm a woman. And be like, great. Who should I blame? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> who should I, I make the checkout to? I don't, right. I don't know. know what to do with that. Yeah. Be like, I mean, like if somebody was like, I got a dog. I blame it on Jesus. Like. <laughs> or, but I got a dog. It's you know what? Just, what it is, is is that these these are people. These are the fucking uh, the gossipers. Like these are people yeah, who just cannot right. keep their fucking their noses out of other people's business. Yeah, because right. what they say is like, well, who's to blame for all this? Be like, blame for what? Well, for these people thinking that they're they're born a man and thinking they're a woman. You're like, well, what's the problem? Well, the problem is is that I don't like it. And you're like, well, who gives a fuck what you like? I don't like fucking. I don't like fucking chocolate and cherries, but I don't fucking knock them out of your hand when you're eating them. It's like fucking, so what? Like fucking, right. you don't like it. That's fucking real sad, dude. Holy right. shit, that's the saddest thing I heard all day. Yeah. Who cares well, what you don't like? And it's it's so funny, too, because they'd be like, well, you're fucking shoving it down my throat. I was like, no, it's on TV and in a magazine. If you don't like the TV show, don't watch it. If you don't like the magazine, don't buy it. Yeah, just don't fucking look at it. Like, you don't I, have to consume all this the media. Happened, since this happened, I have not seen a single thing about it except for when I scroll past it on the Internet. That's right. the only time I've ever been subjected to Caitlyn Jenner. That's it. When right. I scroll past, because I don't give a fuck. I don't right. care. It's not when a story I, for you to click on. I literally don't care. I'm just like, I don't care about fucking what you did. I didn't care about you when you were part of the Kardashians. I don't care about you now. I wouldn't care if they lit you on fire. I wouldn't care. <laughs> if they fucking burned you in effigy, I would still fucking scroll past you on Facebook. The, the thing is, it's like, it's a non... The only reason it's a story is because of the opposition to it. Otherwise, sure. it's such a fucking non-story. It's like, this person is living their life the way they feel like they want to live their life. Who like, cares? That's what everybody's doing. Good that's lord. what we're all trying to do. Who I mean, fucking just, gives a shit? Yeah, it's like fucking, it, it, like, all these people are just such judgmental fuckwads. I know. You know, it's funny. On my Facebook wall, there was somebody who uh, posted, like, like, there's, like, this thing going around. It's like. You know, because I guess like there was like a bravery award or something that like Caitlyn Jenner won, and I'm not sure about the details, but I kept seeing this thing this week. It was like you know pictures of like soldiers, you know, like oh, single handedly like throwing like a hundred grenades into a nest of fucking machine gunning fucking Nazi werewolves or whatever, you know, like yeah, like fucking Nazi <laughs> wolves, yeah. right? And so, and it's like you know. This is what a real hero looks like. And I, I'm like, I'm one of them. I'm like, how much brave do you have to brave in order to be brave? <laughs> like, how many brave units? Because it's just, just shit, shit is so fucking absurd. Like, and I, I don't give a shit about, you know, like. And is there, I, isn't there a difference, though, between like fucking, there's different kinds of bravery, 
Right. I mean, it, did you, are you that fucking dense that you're just like, yeah, it's not physical bravery. It's not fucking fighting a fucking lion away from, you know, a busload of fucking in, uh, invalid children. <laughs> right. No, exactly. it's not that. OK, but it's it's a different kind of. Bra- and you can't admit that that's bravery shows how fucking small minded you are. And it's it's like that same mindset, like those same people would be like, you know, by that same measure, it's like you could be like, oh, I fucking I. I cut off the tip of my finger and it really hurts. I'm like, some people step on landmines. It's like, well, my fucking finger still hurts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that hurts more. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't slice but, tomatoes with a landmine. I don't know what to like, tell you. Like, like <laughs> that didn't make that didn't make this hurt less. Yeah, I admit that it does hurt less than the alternative yeah. thing than like the that, fucking uh, landmine. Yeah, right. But. It is not less hurt. It's oh. just like you're like this. Caitlyn Jenner is not less brave than she was earlier today. As a result, like as a result because, of your meme, because yeah. somebody else did a different brave thing. Like I don't know how many brave units you get awarded. <laughs> Who's the keeper of the brave? This shit is so fucking maddening. Uh, there's more of this. Oh God! Of course there is. Let me say this: homosexuality, same-sex attraction, gender confusion is a means of trying to deal with pain. When I look at a Bruce Jenner, it's not Bruce Jenner, dickhead. It's you Caitlin, fucking dickhead. It's fucking Caitlyn. Because the name changed, asshole. What a fucking cock. I, I see a person that I know. Uh, my graduate training in developmental psychology, my time as a pastor. It's like the fucker who would call. A, it's that dude who got punched out by fucking Muhammad Ali when he kept on calling him like Cassius Clay after he changed right. his name. Yeah. And then at the end, Muhammad Ali standing over his body being like, what's my name? What's my name? I hope fucking Caitlyn Jenner does that to you, fucking douche nozzle. Right. Him and Ray. I know this is a this is a person who's hurting. It's very sad. Uh, but. You know, I've got to say this, and, and I want your, you guys to respond to this. I believe the, the whole transgender, uh, someone trying to change their sexuality. They may not be trying to change their sexuality. They're, they're, they're identifying their gender. Their gender and their sexuality may not correlate. Way to, way to fucking specifically <laughs> and intentionally misunderstand. Right, right. You fucking dick. It's the ultimate form of moral relativism because it's saying, <laughs> God, you have no control on me. God, you have no claim on my life, not even over my gender. Yeah, right. A lot of people think that. They're called atheists. <laughs> right? <laughs> or fucking... I don't know, like Hindus or, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's, a, and then there's also a lot of Christians who also don't believe that. Right. It's like anybody who's not just being a purposefully judgmental dickwad about this. <laughs> That's the, like, those are the people that believe this. Yeah. Like anybody who's just like, what do I care what somebody does with their body? It's not my fucking body. I would care a lot if somebody's like, Tom, you're getting a gender sex reassignment thing. I'd be like, well, fucking the fuck I am. Like we have to. But if it's not my body, I'm like, fucking, that's not a thing to me. What yeah, do I, I don't care? Give a fuck. Why would it matter? It'd be like if somebody's like, I'm getting a tattoo, and I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. Like, if I don't like your tattoo, you know, fucking, you know, I just don't say anything about it. And you didn't fucking, act, why do you need my fucking approval? Right. What the fuck, man? What does Who my approval mean? Just what does dude. my approval fucking mean to somebody? Yeah. Like, I approve. Well, fuck you. I don't. That's just as bad as you saying you disapprove because <laughs> you're fucking telling me that you had some fucking way to approve. Yeah. 
Fuck your approval. Fuck your disapproval. The only the only appropriate response to somebody doing something with their fucking body that doesn't fucking involve you is fucking disinterest. Right? Like, that's it. Be like, I fucking wore some shoes. Be like, fucking good for you, dude. I, yeah. Let's get some lemonade. Who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what could be more personal than, than our gender? Maleness and femaleness. It's down to our very chromosomes. And to, to when Bruce Jenner, he was on CNN a month ago, and he said that what he's... an asshole. I know. Chromosomes don't even necessarily shake out that way either. Like, there's fucking... There are people with fucking all... It's not just fucking two binary op- opposites with chromosomes either. Like, Either he doesn't know this or he is purposefully misunderstood. He just doesn't know it. I think this is a guy who doesn't know it. Got the soul of a woman. Um, that That's demonic. <laughs> <laughs> that's demonic. Now I got to save that clip. That's great. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Roy Moore. Gay marriage will literally cause the destruction of our country. Literally. Literally. Well, this is him talking on CNS. So they posted the audio clip of this interview. Um, He's CNS on Central News. Nervous System. CNS Weird. News. Now, this is. I just want to say. I just want to point this out. This is Alabama's Chief Justice. Oh God, Roy Moore, Chief Justice for Alabama, and that means that he rides the highways down there in like a fucking car with spikes on it, and he shoots other human beings. <laughs> What they're doing is they're toying with something that's like dynamite and will destroy our country. You re- do you think so? I think that eventually, over a period of time, it will. And I think that uh, eventually that you're going to have people... Well, yes, I think you definitely will because the agenda of the homosexual movement... Where are they recording? On the freeway? Yeah, what is, what no, is going he, I, on? I, I said he was the road warrior earlier. He it's, drives around in a spiked car. They're actually filming right next to his car. It's unbelievable. Like, that music was so exciting to start that clip. Yeah. The music was just like, boom, boom, ba da 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 That's filmed from the back of this yeah. pickup truck. <laughs> so weird. It's to force acceptance of this on everybody. You've already seen it in cases regarding uh, flowery uh, bakeries and flower shops. <laughs> flowery, <laughs> floweries. I guess. <laughs> I guess he's right. If a bakery is like gluten free, it could be called a flower. A flowery. I think yeah. the flowery would be a great name for yeah. a bake shop. It's a flowery. But. I love that he fucking he he tries to fucking mash up florist and bakery <laughs> and he can't his fucking tiny little brain can't handle. <laughs> well, I went to the Borist and then the flowery. I got. <laughs> Fucking super confused. A forest. <laughs> uh. um, people, chaplains in the in the navy. Uh, there's just a lot of the frog things that I think are trying to be forced because it deals with religious liberty. I love this guy's accent. Like he's got <laughs> he's got one of those. I don't know. It's like one of those down south sort of accents. I just love it. It sounds it sounds a little like this. Any one of you lily-livered, bow-legged <laughs> varmints care to slap leather with me? In case any of you get any ideas, you better know who you're dealing with. Oh, ah! the hootinous, tootinous, shootinous, bobtail, wildcat in the west. I'm the fastest gun north, south, east, and west. 
Ghost of Los Angeles. The best part is Yosemite Sam is fucking like three times more articulate than Roy Moore. I love that it's literally going to cause the destruction of our country. Right. Like dynamite. They say like dynamite. At one point he's like, it's like dynamite. I'm thinking, you can't think of anything more destructive than dynamite dynamite in this day and age. Oh, man. Where'd America go? I don't know. The fucking gays blew it up with dynamite. Like... <laughs> Fabulous. Why would they do that? They had like so much dynamite. They had just like an incredible amount of dynamite. They were throwing dynamite from, from exactly. boats that surround what they yeah. did is they surrounded America with boats filled with dynamite and they threw it at America until America got smaller, like fucking blowing up blocks in Minecraft. <laughs> what are, you, are you fucking kidding me? Like the the homosexual agenda is literally going to destroy America. Like what what would America become? Like, what would happen? Like, how would that even... When I read this, it was like, how would you destroy America? Like, what would happen to it that would destroy it? Like, oh, you're going to wake up and it's fucking like, oh, God, are we in America? Oh, the fucking gays wrecked the whole thing. We don't have a fucking interstate highway system or anything anymore. They fucking gayed the whole thing up. What would... It, I don't even understand what that means to literally destroy... Literally destroy America. Either. I think I, this is this guy's got a hail from Oxford, Alabama. I think I think he's an Oxford man. He's an Oxford man mm, from Oxford, Alabama. Mm. <laughs> it's like the like it's the only place. It's like fucking where you can get like four brain cells is in Oxford. Bring me my mm, Sunday corn cob pipe, please. <laughs> mm. I don't know. That hay seat does not match my fucking bib overall. Hmm, I'd like the 12-gauge shotgun, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like my barrels side by side, No, please. no, no, not the 410. Not the 410. The 12-gauge, please. Hmm. We're going to go coon dog hunting later. Hmm. Yes, right, right. You're a good boy. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> So we want to thank our most current patrons, uh, Cheryl, Grant, Thomitten, I don't know, Thomitten, sure, David, yeah. Robert, Joseph, Aaron, Sean, Bloodbeard Godslayer, which is a fucking awesome name for a band, name. Karen and Matthew. Thank you also very much for your generous donations. We really appreciate it. We want to mention that uh, we have reached the goal to the... Uh, GoFundMe that Don had set up for the Statesboro Food Bank, and uh, and we've reached that goal. That goal is now up at, it's up to twenty six hundred dollars. We encourage you to keep donating. He wants to try to get up to six thousand. Um, Tom and I are waiting for a payment, and as soon as that payment comes in, we're going to donate two thousand dollars to the Statesboro Bank Food Bank. I want to throw out two special thank yous for two large donations that came in. The first one is for Bryce, because Bryce wound up donating his entire Patreon this last month, and a little extra. Super generous. Super generous of him to that particular food bank. We want to thank Bryce from Naked Mormonism for doing that. It was awesome of him to do that. We had a great time with him on our show last time. I also want to thank, uh, funny enough, my wife, who wound up selling a piece of her artwork. She has an art. Uh, she sells her art and, and, and does illustrations, and she sells her prints online and she sold an original piece of art uh to a friend of hers and then she donated all that money to the food bank so we want to thank sarah who's also uh well, one of the voices of cognitive dissonance 
for uh, throwing in $750 of her own money. She could have, she normally gives that money to Kiva. That money normally goes to Kiva, but she decided to donate it to the Statesboro Food Bank. So we want to thank Sarah uh, for putting that in. Yeah, well and truly. That's, that's very, very generous. Thank you kindly. So uh, we're going to put in our $2,000 in the next, uh, I want to say within the next week, probably in the next four or five days. Uh, but please keep donating to the Statesboro uh, Food Bank. We'd like to try to get Don up to $6,000. $6,000, that place is running without any hitches for over a year. Yeah, that would be such an achievement to be able to take this this organization, which is struggling unnecessarily to pay its bills in order to feed people who are in dire need. That. The, the reason we, we chose this uh, charity is because it's kind of a hyper-local charity. The uh, counties that are served by this food bank are counties with a, a much higher than average rate of poverty. These are people who are, you know, by and large, the people who are served by this food bank are in real need. Um, and so let's let's band together and do something kind of extraordinary and show off, you know, a little bit and show how generous we can be. Because you guys have been incredibly generous in the past for these uh, drives that we've done. I'd love to see the same thing for all of you that have donated in large and small amounts. Um, really and truly, thank you. We got a message. Uh, this is from uh, Emily. And Emily left a message about the Amish that are up in Wisconsin, I guess. Emily says, I was listening to the last episode where someone wrote in about genetic defects common among the Amish in Pennsylvania. Well, I live in Amish country in Wisconsin, where people get way butthurt if you pronounce it Amish, it turns out. I guess you can't guess say you... Amish. Amish. You can't say that. And the families here have drifted into the shallow end of the gene pool, too, which is why a strapping young Englishman can make a fast 500 bucks as a donor, provided, of course, he is willing to be the guest of honor at a sort of Aryan-only uh, Mandingo glory hole party as the husband and father of the woman being bred out have to supervise while the donation is made through a hole in the sheet. Whoa. Are you kidding me? I hope that that's not a real. I hope it's real because I'm looking for pornography with that right now. Actually, <laughs> I'm a sheet porn. I'm a sheet porn. It'd be sounds, like fucking an Amish God, ghost. God, that sounds hot. God, <laughs> we got to end this show soon, Tom. Man, nothing hotter than I'm a sheet porn. It's just like Amish sheep porn, yeah. which is a slightly different site. <laughs> One's legal. <laughs> uh, and then she also says, and Japanese make scotch? Mind blown. Yeah, they do make scotch. They make very good scotch, it turns out. David sent a message in, Tom, about circumcision. Yeah, so we got a lot of messages on circumcision. David said, I just wanted to chime in on the circumcision issue real quick with some personal experience. I'm circumcised and have been all of my life. In my case, however, I have a significant scar and certainly have a numb uh, ring of sensation that has certainly minimized the enjoyment of sex. Fuck. That sucks so bad. Yeah. But at least if you become a third world person, you'll have a slightly lessened chance possibly of contracting HIV. Maybe. I guess. I don't know. Although yeah. the studies seem somewhat inconclusive. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's a plus side. You got that going for you, David. There you go. Yeah. Dude, that sucks so bad. Dude, David's got it fucking coming and going because he's, I mean, this obviously is no good and he's in Kentucky. Yeah, gosh, yeah. Oh, it's just horrible. Uh, we got a message from Price and Price says, Price sent us a, a Kermit voice thing that we didn't play last time because we didn't have time because we were like an hour and 52 minute show. <laughs> and he uh, he said he was he was very mad. And he said, he how is how is it possible now for him to introduce, him to introduce his own counter podcast, Dissonant cognition. <laughs> I like that. That's great. <laughs>
Yeah, I like I like how he ends it. He says, "At this point, you're just going to have to imagine me storming dramatically yet threateningly out of the room." <laughs> I like the threatening me part. I know. I am. I'm imagining it now. Do it a little slower, Price. Yeah, yeah shake slower. your hips a little. Come slower. on now, a little okay, sachet. T- tell me you want it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that bored and disinterested uh, look. We got a message from April, and April sent uh sent a message that said Tom is therapeutic. Basically, whenever she hears a horrible story, she plays Tom's voice in her head screaming, no, 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 over and over. <laughs> well, Tom's just repeating what his wife says to yeah, him all right? the time. Yeah, right? So. I'm like a fucking parrot. That's all it is. Just, uh, no, no. We got, a message, we got a message from Zach about uh, why Europeans think American beer sucks donkey nuts. And really, uh, what I he's saying that... Um, that first off, when people when people thought we mentioned American whiskey, they thought we were thinking about Jack Daniels and Jim Beam. I don't even know anybody who drinks those things. Actually, I do know somebody who drinks Jack Daniels, and she can be forgiven because she's very nice. Yeah, but other Jack than that, Daniels got me started on whiskey. Yeah, I started drinking. I started drinking uh, good whiskey because I drank Jack Daniels, and I got like I forced enough of that down my gullet to 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 say, okay, I never again. Yeah, never again. I know, I haven't had Jack or Jim Beam in a long time, so I don't know. I only mix those; those are only mixers. Basically, uh, nobody nobody recognizes that there can be other whiskeys like you know bourbon and things like that. And you know, maybe that's the thing is maybe Canadian whiskeys have some like hidden fucking. I don't think so. Actually, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it, like hidden don't. treasures of Canadian yeah, whiskey. Maybe, maybe that's possible. Maybe it's possible because clearly what he's also saying is that. Um, in Europe, American craft beer doesn't get exported out there. Like it's, it sounds like it's just the macro brew garbage that makes its way, yeah, overseas. So, also, I want to point out too. He says, for instance, because he's talking about based on foreign recipes. He says, for instance, IPA stands for India Pale Ale, so it's a pale ale with distinctly Indian recipe. No, it's India. India Pale Ale doesn't come from that. India Pale Ale means they put more hops in it so they could travel from Britain to India with it, and it wouldn't go right. bad. Right. Right. Yeah, it's not from India. I just yeah. wanted to be I wanted to be pedantic on somebody's email that they sent us. I feel horrible. I need a shower. <laughs> I wasn't even going to address that. What have I become, part. Tom? What have I become? <laughs> Me. God. This is interesting. This is from Dan. <laughs> and Dan's great. like, in your latest episode, you talked about circumcision preventing STDs. If you cut the dick off at the base, <laughs> you would be a better result. It's probably true. <laughs> yeah, the prevention yeah. rate will be almost a hundred percent. This message, this is great. This is from Michael. <laughs> this is the Michael says, "I love you guys. I laughed a lot the last time you were joking about Canada. Whenever Americans make jokes about Canada, I go to the doctor and get my feelings checked for free." <laughs> That's awesome. That is fucking outstanding. That's really great. Uh, this. Email. This next email, Tom, made my week. It, it's very, it made very cool. My week. This is from Steph, who is an albino. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you say it in uh, in uh, in the UK. Uh, but he is. He's and he basically this entire email. I love this email, start to finish. He basically says that albino is a fucking term that people say to. It's like a scientific term. It's not fucking nobody's hurt by it. And he says at the bottom, he says, uh, George Carlin said they're only words. It's the intention behind the words that makes them good or bad. 
Words are completely neutral. The words are innocent. He said, so the person who cried foul at the, at the use of albino instead of person with albinism, don't you think it's about time we took control of some of these words and owned that shit? Please stop letting the ignorant win and parting with another perfectly innocent word up to the enemy. And I fucking thank you very much. Although that person doesn't listen anymore and they're like, fucking, they don't <laughs> like us. But I think I, I'm totally with you. You know, right. let's stop getting our fucking panties in a bunch about all these like, oh, you said this or you said that or I cringed when you you said who gives a shit seriously are we gonna are we gonna like fucking like get our nuts all tied in a fucking knot over whether or not somebody said a word can you not like can can you not understand the the word within the context of the conversation yeah and and he said he's like he's like you guys are talking about people who are cutting up albinos that's not a thing that should happen. I know. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Right. And, they're, and they're not even focusing on that. They're like, oh, I know you guys are trying to do good, but you have to say fucking person with albinism instead. And it's like, well, now you're just being a pedantic fuckhead. And I don't care that you don't listen. Go away. We got a long message about circumcision from uh, this is from Bart. And Bart just left a very I, I thought it was a great uh, message talking about whether like like just about circumcision about fucking sexually transmitted diseases and how that's kind of bullshit and like the sensitivity and how that's fucking it's cutting off 40 to 60 percent of the total penile skin that is too, uh, that's that's and then he also talked about dude. fucking like the anesthesia and how fucking that's not fucking happening <laughs> it's like all of it was bad it's just everything bad. is bad yeah, God, it's horrible. Ugh. But he also talks about whiskey, and he's got a great line in here. He said, the first time I had Crown Royal, it tasted the same way that the pink liquid soap we had in middle school dis- soap dispensers smelled. <laughs> That's a pretty good way to say it. We got a message about Foster's beer. We got many messages about Foster's we beer. Did. This is one I'm choosing to read. <laughs> hey, guys, just a quick note about the beer you mentioned in last week's episode. I'm not a beer drinker, so I can't comment on the quality, but I can tell you that Foster's is not a good beer. <laughs> I can't comment on the quality. Here's my comment about Here's the, the thing. quality. Here's the thing, Michelle. Foster's is not a good beer. Okay, I'm just <laughs> telling you that right now. I do drink beer, and it's not a good beer. It says, there seems to be some kind of misunderstanding that it's Australia's top beer, but I lived here for 32 years, my whole life, and I live in Darwin. That's an awesome name for a that city, by the way, where it's always hot, and beer is the most common hobby along with fishing and complaining about the heat. <laughs> I have never seen a can of Foster's beer, never at a barbecue, never at a sale, never on a poster, never on TV, never, ever. It's not even made here. It's not sold here. The only reason... I even know it exists is because the Americans and English seem to think it's good. No, we, I don't no, know anybody who thinks no. it's good. Um, but they do say, don't they say it's like fucking, isn't, isn't that their tagline? Like it's Australian fucking, for beer. It's like Australian right. for beer, or the most popular beer in Australia, or like fucking crocodiles drink this shit or something. I forget <laughs> what it is. But in any case, at the end, I really loved how Michelle closed her email. She said, anyway, I just thought I'd let you know. Because I know you love being corrected on stuff you don't give a shit about. <laughs> That's terrific. That's very, very great. Thank and you. it's also very true. Thank it's you, awesome. Michelle. We got an interesting message from Chad, Tom. And Chad was talking about uh, talking about global warming. And there's a long message. And what I want to sum, I'm going to summarize. I'm going to read the end. It says, so do you think that politicians opposing man-made climate change truly believe that man couldn't possibly... Uh, uh, alter God's perfect planet, or are they perpetuating their own hoax in the name of oil money? I think that senators, and this is just fucking, I don't know if this is true, because I fucking, I think that would require the operation of someone's mind to know if it's true or not. But I think the, what I see from senators' actions is that they are, uh, 
arguing on the side of the money that they get from the lobbyists. So more often than not, and I'm not saying all the time, but I'm saying that money really does influence what they do. And when those lobbyists pay them enough money, they start to find anything they can to bolster their argument. And if it happens to be the Bible, because 72% of the people think the Bible's a real thing, they will look out in the world and be like, okay, well, we're going to use the Bible. We're going to use whatever we can to try to push this particular agenda for the money that I'm getting paid to my campaign. Yeah, my feeling is the answer is yes to both. You know, I, I think I think there are some that believe it with their whole fucking ridiculous heart. And I think there's some who believe it as long as the money and the checks clear. We get a message from Ryan and Ryan asks if we're going to be making welcome mats soon. And this is we have done some research and we're looking at getting some welcome mats produced. But we want to get a gauge from the audience, the people who said, yes, I'd love a welcome mat. Well, we didn't know a price back then. Now we do. And it looks like the welcome mats may be between 45 and $50 at the cheapest that we can get them. I have no idea on quality even from that. So I'm thinking the quality can be okay, not like fucking, you know, beautiful, amazing, like fucking $100 welcome mat for $45. <laughs> it's not a Louis Vuitton not, welcome yeah, mats, right? It's not going to be made out of alligator skin. Unless you live in Louisiana, then it probably will be. Um, but in any case, we don't. We think that we could probably get an okay built welcome mat for about forty five to fifty dollars. If you're interested in something like that, maybe we'll we'll start doing it. But this is something that we have to sell personally, so we have to put all the money into it and then sell these things individually and go through the problems of fucking shipping them. And all. Tom has to go through the problems of shipping these things. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a pain in the butt. So we're we're willing to do it. But we just want to gauge that because if people are thinking they're going to get a ten dollar welcome mat, we just that's not something we can can't, provide. We can't make them that cheap. Yeah. We just can't. So we got a message uh, from uh, from Andrea, and Andrea wrote a long message about uh, about she really likes the show, and she talks about uh, about several other things about raised, being raised fundamentalist Christian, and we really appreciate the the message. But at one point, she says. On a separate topic, I've been, I would like to be able to participate in the comments on your website, but WordPress fights me every step of the way. Uh, basically, she's having a hard time getting logging in to the WordPress account. So I, I just want to know, are other people having a hard time with the comment section? Because I may have to change the spam filter if that's the case. Um, I, I'm loath to do so because I fucking shut our website down in the past. But we do have Alfredo on call who was super nice enough to help us before. So I may be able to change the spam filter back if people are having problems. If you're not having problems, don't worry about it. But if you're having issues with our website, with the comments, and you want to send me a message, just do it at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also send it at Cecil to Cecil at dissonancepod.com. Uh, either one will work. And I can figure out whether or not people are actually able to uh, get in and leave comments. Well, that wraps it up for uh, another show this week, Tom. Uh, We are going to leave people with the old Skeptics Creed because they hate the new one. They really hated the new one. (laughs) until, Until next time, here it is. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night infodocutainment. 
Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 